Welcome to the Self Care Podcast with your hosts, Celia Williamson, Ashley Kucher, Louis Guardiola, and Carrie Shaw. A podcast devoted to those whose job it is to help others get or remain mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy, but who also need to take care of themselves mentally, physically, and emotionally. We'll help you reach your internal health and growth and your external goals and next professional achievement in life. How? We'll show you how because we've all done it. Now let's get started. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Self-Care Society podcast. I'm Ashley Kucher, and I'm your host this week. So I'm recording this in December 2022, and it is full swing holiday season mode over here and probably where you are. So I want to talk a little bit today about celebrations and overstimulation, right? In my world, they kind of go hand in hand. It's something I uh, deal with, but also something I've learned some tricks and tips to um, as we navigate these holiday seasons annually, right? So we all know what celebrations are. We all have probably a bunch of them, you know, noted in our calendars for the upcoming weeks, or maybe you've already had yours, but they're always plentiful, right? There's always too many places to be, too many people to see, too many things to do. It's overwhelming, right? Just overwhelming even thinking about it, let alone actually doing it and attending all these different get-togethers, all these different parties, um, the prep, the wrapping, the cooking, the baking, the you name it, you've done it, and you've done it 10 times over this season alone, right? So where do you think overstimulation fits into all of that? Everywhere, right? In every little corner, every little detail, it's uh, lurking around um, each of those corners. And we meet it far too often throughout what is known as the happiest time of the year, or the most wonderful time of the year, to quote that old song. So <laughs> I want to talk about it today. How do we have self-care for both celebrations and overstimulations? So let's get into it. So overstimulation, um, just a rogue kind of definition, is when there's too much going on and it all has your attention. Um, it's also known as sensory overload, and it's caused by external stimuli that's all going on at once, or um, you know, it's just loud enough, it smells just strongly enough, it feels just bad enough, uh, it's stressing you out just enough to put you right over the edge, right? And you're having like an extreme reaction to it. Often very emotional, um, often appears in the form of an outburst, and is often um, uncontrollable. You just feel totally out of control when it happens. And when it happens, you might not even know, you might not even know until today's podcast that it is overstimulation, right? So in my life, I'm, you know, a 30-something-year-old woman with little kids, full-time job, um, you know, a, a okay-sized family. There are larger families than ours, but plenty to do. I got six holiday parties on the calendar so far. Still waiting to hear on, um, I think, just one more. But I'm overstimulated. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted by the thought of them. Am I excited about them? Absolutely. Am I, uh, you know, familiar with them? Have we done this for years and years? Yes, we have. But it doesn't take away from the work, the worry about, you know, the kids and where are we going to put all the stuff? Will we remember everything? Will I get everything made on time? Etc. All very common um, experiences, right? Like my experience maybe isn't too different from yours. But what I have learned and might be different from yours, and I hope that what I share here today can help you navigate this holiday season, is that I've 
learn some self-care techniques that help take the overstimulation down a notch, right? Like I'm much more aware of what it is now. I know that I'm not just being crabby or that I'm not just stressed and that's just the norm, right? Because it's not it's not normal. It's not good to just be stressed all the time, right? So I'm able to now look at it as I'm more curious about it when it when I feel it creeping up in my body or in my thoughts or in my feelings. So I know that it's overstimulation. I know my senses are overloaded and I know it's not me. Like I don't feel guilty. I don't feel shameful about it. I don't feel like I'm broken or I'm, like I said, grumpy or crabby. I know it's just all these external stimuli and how my brain and body are responding to them. So that's the first thing I want you to know about overstimulation is that it is often out of your control. Your response to it is often out of your control. And it is simply, I mean, easier said than actually dealt with, but it is simply your brain getting so much information at once and not knowing how to process it. Um, it's honestly like an overload to your brain. And the the mis, like your brain is misfiring with all this information overload. And it the misfire is really in the form of an outburst, right? Like either you snap at somebody who didn't deserve it or you snap about something that seems, you know, pretty actually small or pretty insignificant at the time, but it's just the icing on the overstimulated cake, right? (laughs) So that's the first thing I want you to know is just to have grace with yourself, right? Like be curious about why you're feeling the way that you're feeling and know that it is likely overstimulation, um, it's not something personal to you. You are not flawed. Um, it's just a lot of external stimuli that's happening to you all at once. So that's what I want you to know first. Um, so what are some things we can do to curb this around the holiday time? At the time of this recording, it's mid to late December, um, the 16th to be exact, exact, excuse me. And, you know, hopefully this shopping is done. Uh, it's not in my case, I'll be totally transparent, but Hopefully we're looking more down the calendar at what gatherings are to come, what kind of, um, you know, parties, get togethers, et cetera, are to come. So how do we curb that when maybe we're out of our homes for extended period of time? We're at other people's homes. We are with family we don't often see or friends we don't often see. Like, how do we manage that overstimulation? Because there's a lot, lot going on, right? So first I want you to just be, like I said, curious of it. So you know, maybe you're dreading going to one of the get-togethers. Why? Is it because, you know, once everybody gets in the house, it's too warm and that makes you very uncomfortable? And not to mention the clothes you feel like you might need to wear. You got to dress up. You got to impress so-and-so. On top of being just hot and uncomfortable, maybe there aren't enough seats, right? (laughs) Like all these things that, again, seem kind of minute or little details, they really add up. So what are you dreading about this get-together? Or what is stressful for you? What are you not looking forward to? So, right, is it the environment that you're in? Is it the, um, you know, the things you have to cook or bake? Are you stressed? Do you not have time for that? What does that look like? Um, Is this place particularly noisy? Do you live in a particularly quiet house or, you know, kind of a normal level of noise? But again, once you go to these gatherings and there's a bunch of people in one space, that volume increases like tenfold, right? And it's a lot of like different chatter. It's not just the one TV show on very loud. It's like maybe the one TV show on very loud, um, the Christmas music playing in the other room, all the kids playing together and just being kids. 
Um, and then all the side conversations that all the different family members are having about all the different things, right? So it is very noisy in many different ways. Are the smells overwhelming? I mean, uh, hopefully it smells delicious, right? But be aware of that too. Do they use um, air fresheners or candles or, I don't know, <laughs> is it just, um, you know, kind of a just a buffet of fragrances from perfumes and colognes and things on top of all the food. Like you can get um, overstimulated, you know, smell, nose and smell, that is a sense, and it can be overstimulated. So especially when paired with other overstimulated uh, senses, such as hearing, like we just talked about, or visually. There's a lot to look at, right? Like you're out of your normal home environment, um, decorations just by nature, the holiday decorations um, tend to be kind of shiny or loud or bright, right? Um, Again, coupled by all of the moving parts, right? The people getting the food ready, the people sitting down, the people cheering for the game or whatever's happening on the TV, the kids just being kids once again. Um, There's a lot to look at. There's a lot to take in. There's a lot to process. Your brain is like, you know, starting to overheat, starting to fry a little bit. So... (laughs) But of course, you're not at home. You're at, hopefully, you know, a a gathering you enjoy with people you enjoy, but you can't just lash out. You can't just be openly overstimulated, right? Or at least that's how it feels. So what do you do in this case? You know, how do you enjoy the holiday, enjoy the gatherings that you're at and all those to come, right? Because like I said, I alone with my medium-sized family have six, maybe seven, you know, people could spend the whole month visiting family and attending all the get-togethers they're invited to, right? So let's talk about that. Let's get back on track with being at one of the gatherings, right? So again, first, just having grace, being curious about what you're feeling, what's coming up, and then trying to go in with a plan or having some things to fall back on when and if this should happen. So I think, um, some of the, and again, these are going to be small. You're going to be like, is that really going to make a difference? Well, it does. And just please try, right? So the first thing uh, my family and I do, and I have two young kids, so this is a little tricky, but we've, um, you know, we've practiced a lot with them over the years. So we have what we call quiet rides in the car, whether it's five minutes to a family member's house or an hour, right? Quiet ride. We are listening Um, either to some music we can all agree to or no music. Certainly we're not playing 20 questions, even though that's my kid's favorite game, especially in the car. Um, Just a quiet ride. Let's just look around. Let's, um, when my kids were little, we'd give them something to look for outside just to kind of keep their attention on the outdoors rather than the boring ride of the car, right? So (laughs) like how many you know, red birds do you see or, you know, and it's the dead of winter. Oftentimes you don't see a lot of birds, but you know, it worked for us. So a quiet ride. I just need the quiet to collect my thoughts before we get there. I need the quiet thoughts to uh, collect myself on the ride home, right? Because we've just eaten a lot, talked a lot, smelled a lot of stuff, um, heard a lot of stuff, you know, etc. My senses were overloaded. So quiet rides in the car or an enjoyable, you know, song or music, whatever uh, that you all can agree to. Okay. Secondly, if this happens and you're in the house or you're at the gathering and you just feel yourself getting, you know, real bothered, something, you know, just overstimulated, you're very uncomfortable, kind of restless, um, feeling like you might just need a minute, take a walk, right? I mean, depending on the weather and what, you know, activities are going on at the gathering, step outside, take a walk. 
again, if you can't sneak out by yourself even for a few minutes and, you know, people want to tag along, go with you. Let's just, let's have a quiet, <laughs> a quiet walk. Like if I'm with my kids, again, I'll say, you know, how many sticks can you pick up? How many stones can you find? But just give them some busy, busy things to do while you, you know, catch your breaths, take some deep cleansing breaths outside. Fresh air is the best air. Um, and just kind of, um, disconnect, right? From all the socializing and all the things that are going on inside that are overwhelming for this moment and take them outside, right? Um, yeah, so take a walk, quiet ride in the car, I'm trying to keep my list straight because the holidays are coming, right? So, <laughs> so, um, Next, I try to come, now this isn't so personal to me because um, I have to be honest, my family, uh, we get along well, you know, I don't have to usually employ this one, but if I'm in situations socially, um, otherwise I might come equipped with some of this, especially if I'm feeling like really drained and kind of burnt out at the end of the year, I come equipped with some safe, neutral responses. So oftentimes, especially because um, my fields of where I work is social work, um, you know, I feel like I kind of wear that on my sleeve. So often people will, you know, I'll get small talk or chit chat with folks, especially those I don't see too often because we're trying to catch up. Right. And they'll bring me up to date on their life or whatever's going on. And that's great. I am genuinely interested to know and, you know, catch up, but oftentimes they'll like lay their, <laughs> lay their worries and problems and, um, stressors kind of at my feet. And while I'm happy to like commiserate and, um, you know, hold space for that person too often, and this is my fault, not theirs too often. I am eager to like jump in and try to help troubleshoot or offer up my help, you know, that day and beyond. And I really try to limit that anymore because I'm at a space in life where things are very busy. I'm barely holding on myself. I'm very burnout in lots of areas. And I don't, I just can't offer that. And it's kind of my default. It's my go-to, but I just, right now it's off limits. I have to keep that boundary for myself. So that's what I do. So if I, if I know I'm meeting up with someone who's been, you know, having a real rough go, I come prepared to listen, but I don't come prepared to fix. Right. So even though that might be the default, like I said, or what might feel like the right thing to do. And it is if you have space for it in your life. But I just come prepared, like knowing, okay, Ashley, you know, so-and-so is probably going to share with you, you know, more about whatever the situation is. You go in listening and you offer relatability, you hold space for them to share those things. But what you don't do, Ashley, <laughs> is say, oh my God, what are we going to do? How can I help? Oh, why don't you let me da-da-da-da-da? No, I can't. I hope that someone does for you those things, or I hope that I can refer you to some services or some people um, that might help you in your situation. But all I can do right now is listen, hold space, and provide um, you know some encouragement, right? But I cannot jump in and fix it. That's off limits. So go to, um, you know, come with some go-to neutral spaces, or I'm sorry, phrases. So things like, God, I didn't know. I'm so glad you shared that with me. Or, wow, that was a lot. I didn't know all of that. How are you holding up? You know, keep it in the present. Don't promise the future <laughs> and don't promise your time right in that moment, but just holding that space, asking how they're doing, what they think they'll do, or, uh, you know, um, what they've done so far, or maybe what they think is next, but keep the conversation moving and not in a way that adds to your plate, right? So 
go in with some um, safe, neutral responses that are caring. You don't have to be cold and, you know, try to avoid that person, but just go in knowing uh, that you're going to hold this promise and this responsibility to yourself to not add to your plate. So, okay. And then uh, maybe firstly, maybe I should have started with this one. I want you to lose any expectation of how you think these holiday parties, get togethers will go. Okay. (laughs) Just let it go. Whether you're hosting or you're attending, let it go. Make no plans, have no expectations. Now I didn't say don't have any boundaries. Always bring your boundaries. Always, you know, invite your, your boundaries to the party, but not your expectations, right? Because did you know that actually expectations are just unspoken resentments anyway? So think about that. Expectations are unspoken resentments. So not only will your expectations probably not be met. You're the only one who's going to be disappointed because nobody even knew about them. And now you're just resentful. So those never work out. So if you think I'm going to go into this party, it's going to be lovely. Kids are going to be so um, well-behaved, under-stimulated themselves, right? Because holidays are huge for the kids too. So (laughs) like everything's going to go well. No. I mean, and it might, like 80% of it might go. And I hope it does. I hope 110% of it goes well. But Nothing's perfect, never is. Holidays are no exception. So drop those expectations, not your boundaries, but definitely those expectations. Somebody's going to forget something, might be you. Somebody's going to overcook something, might be you. Somebody's kids are going to break something, might be yours. So <laughs> just, it's going to happen, you know, let it happen um, within reason, of course, but uh, don't come in with expectations. Just take it as it comes and enjoy it as best you can, right? Okay, so be mindful. No one wants to hear this, and I don't want to tell you this, but I have to because it's helped me in my self-care practice, um, not only at the holidays, but all year long, but maybe particularly at the holidays. But be mindful of stimulants such as caffeine and sugar. And again, I have a sweet tooth and I love coffee, so it pains me to tell you that, but it's a stimulant. And what are we talking about? overstimulation. So those two things can't, you know, coexist together. (laughs) So we have to, even though it's tempting because, um, you know, you go, 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 you need that extra energy. You can definitely rationale the uh, extra cup of coffee or espresso or whatever. Just be mindful of it, right? Not saying cut it out, but be mindful because it is a stimulant. It will, um, overstimulate you. You will have the heart palps. You will get a headache. You will feel a little frazzled because you're running on 150 miles an hour because you've had four cups of joe before you left for the brunch, right? So so be mindful of caffeine. Be mindful of sugar. Again, I know, hard to tell. I'm not saying don't enjoy, but just enjoy and be mindful of if I have the cookies from last night's uh, get-together for breakfast this morning, might not set me out on a very good uh, trajectory for the rest of the day, right? So I'm mindful of that. It's a challenge, but I always find uh, it's less of a challenge than being overstimulated um, you know, by these things in addition to other things. But uh, it always pays off, right? Like I can always drink another cup of coffee tomorrow. I can have another cookie tomorrow, but I don't need to have all these things at once in one day at one meal. So try to space it out. And then lastly, um, this is something I I do every day. It doesn't matter if it's a holiday or not, because in in this time in my life of a full-time working mom of little kids, wife, I have animals, you know, um, lots of demands on my time and um 
you know, just lots of things to do all the time. I have to, it's critical for my mental health and self-care that in addition to my to-do list, which is of course extra long around the holidays, probably just like yours, I have to keep a got done list. Okay. I have to keep the got done list. Um, maybe not physically or literally do I keep it on the same sheet of paper with my to-do list, but I keep it in my head and I reference it often. So, um, oftentimes what I'll do when we're, um, finishing up, you know, gatherings for one week and we're looking down, you know, to the next week and all the gatherings and food prep and wrapping and et cetera that we have to get done. I do. I take a big deep breath, I exhale. And I think about, well, you know what? We enjoyed four parties this week. We brought the food. The kids got great gifts. They got to play with so-and-so. And I just think about all the things that have been done, all the things we've um, accomplished, all the things that seemed really big and scary just the week before that got done the very next week and were enjoyed. Or I think about those tough times when, right, I was running short on time. I was running short on patience. I had a headache because I had been you know, whatever the case may be. I was um, running short on sleep. Everything's really bright. Everything's extremely loud. I'm very sensitive to noise, I've realized. Um, But regardless of all that, and actually, I look back on those moments and I think, well, what did I do in those moments? How did I get through those? Because now they're behind me and here I stand. So how did I get through them? Oh, I use some of those techniques. Oh, thank goodness I have those techniques. Thank goodness I have those self-care tips and tricks in my back pocket that I was able to utilize in those tough moments last week, those stressful moments. Um, and thank goodness they're reusable. I can use them again at this week's get-togethers, right? So just always think about what's already been done instead of what's to come. Of course, what's to come is going to be fresh on your mind, you know, every time you open your eyes from now until the new year probably, right? It's a busy time. But Try to think about and stay mindful of what's already been done, what you've already accomplished, what you don't have to do again, right? Like it's slowly winding down. So um, think about what's done instead of what's to come. Just be present, be mindful. So, okay, well, with that, I hope those, you know, five or six tips help you. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. I hope you uh, find plenty of time somewhere in there, or at least just a little bit, um, to practice some self-care. I hope some of your gifts include self-care, maybe um, a trip or time alone or, you know, a course you've been wanting to take, or maybe, um, you know, we always say it's self-care is beyond the bubble bath, but hey, if those are it, I hope you got some spa type stuff or maybe even a gift card to a spa with a massage, et cetera, but Either way, I hope that the holiday season is more enjoyable and less stressful for you. I hope you find time for self-care, and I hope to see you back on another podcast episode. Thank you, everyone. Happy holidays. That concludes this week's episode. And remember, it's not selfish, it's self-care.